You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. PETA has asked Maine for permission to honor dead lobsters with a giant roadside grave. Now, if you guys were uh, listening a couple weeks ago, I did a story about how PETA, no, this might have been a month ago, PETA wanted to change the animal crackers on the box, you know, the, the, the Barnum's animal crackers, because they're in a cage on the box, and PETA you know, harassed the company, and then they took the animals out of the cage now. So if you buy a box of animal crackers, the animals aren't in a cage. They're free. They're free to roam. Big win for PETA, um, because apparently they take great pride in uh, wasting everybody's time uh, (laughs) with shit that doesn't really do any good in the real world. So animal rights group People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals has asked officials for permission to erect a five-foot tombstone to mark the site of an August truck crash that spewed a bunch of lobsters into a main road. Okay, so the truck, it was a lobster truck and it crashed and a bunch of lobsters died in the road and Peter wants to erect a statue. Hmm. What about, what about erecting statues for all the children that have died in car accidents on the road all over, all over um, Maine? What about that? Don't you think that's probably a better way to spend the culture, the uh, the community's time and money, don't you think? I'm just, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just saying, uh, you know. Delicious coffee, by the way. Thank you, to, thank you for my patrons. Uh, if the state's Department of Transportation grants the request, PETA says it will memorialize the countless sensitive crustaceans quote who were killed during the August 22nd crash in Brunswick, Maine, according to according to a release. The gravestone will read. Quote, in memory of the lobsters who suffered and died at this spot. And it'll also urge people to, quote, try vegan, please. <laughs> the crash reference involved a truck that was carrying 7,000 pounds of lobster. After the truck rolled over, traffic backed up for hours as crews attempted to clear the streets of the crustaceans. Well, maybe we should also erect a statue that uh, is in memory of all the commuters that were late for work on the day that the lobster truck crashed on that highway. (laughs) I'm sure some people lost their job. I mean, what about those people, PETA? Come on now. Think of all the people affected by this, not just the lobsters. What about the, the lobster truck driver who crashed the truck and it rolled over? And I'm sure he had some bumps and bruises. What about a, what about a, a gravestone to memorialize his wounds? What about that, PETA? Why just why are you only thinking about the lobsters? <laughs> the Department of Transportation in Maine is reviewing Peter's request. I have no idea why they would do that. You know what you should do, Department of Transportation in Maine? This is what you do. This is how you review that request. You get the, you get the request. Here, I'm going to use sound effects. Here it is. Here's the requ- the request. It's in paper. And then you go ha 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 ha. There. There's your review. I just did it for you. There's no need to go any f- further with that. <laughs> Oh, okay, well, they're, they're reviewing the request because apparently roadside memorials can only be placed near a road for up to 12 weeks, and they're limited in size by state law. Oh, and I'm sure Peter wants to erect a, like, 50-foot, two-ton sign, too, because they apparently have more money than they know what to do with all this stupid shit they're doing with their resources. <laughs> I need to call Peter, by the way, get them on the phone and just... <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. i got to prank them, though, on some level. Peter says it hopes the memorial will discourage passersby from eating the sea creatures, which are often boiled alive in the preparation. 
Yeah, so let me get this straight. You're gonna. This is why another. This is another aspect of the whole plan that's so stupid. You think that memorializing a lobster truck that crashed is going to discourage people from eating them? Like, uh, to think about that for a second, Peta. Like, do you have any brain cells that are working over there at Peta at the Peta headquarters? I mean, are, are, is it a bunch of lobsters that work there that are doing this? Because this sounds like lobster behavior. This isn't human behavior. Humans have brains that are capable of, like, you know, rational thinking. And uh, that's not what's going on over there. I'm, I'm going to guess that it's run by a bunch of lobsters. <laughs> or other slightly stupid animals. <laughs> this, how are this is going to discourage people from eating lobsters? How? People are going to go, oh, maybe they're... It's, it's confusing. They're going to be like, what's this memorial for? It was, it was for the... Just, it could be... They're going to think it's a memorial for a general, a general car crash. They, could, they might say, oh, that was a big... It was a tragedy there. It was, a, it was a car crash. The driver was killed. All those lobsters were gone to waste. They, they might think it's like that. They're not going to immediately connect that to going vegan, you stupid idiots. I mean, what is wrong with you? This is an attempt, this attempt, it says here, is the latest activism effort for PETA to make national headlines. Maybe, is that what you're doing, PETA? If that's what you're doing, then, yeah, this is working. Because you're, you're acting like, a, like idiots. Like, you're acting like a bunch of crazy, you're acting like a crazy, insane cult, is what you're acting like. And so, you are getting headlines because of it. If that's your plan, then brilliant, it's working. But none of the things that you're, that you're putting out there, as far as, you know, your, quote, cause... It makes any sense to me whatsoever. That whole animal cracker business, that was just, I mean, that's like if you had, if you asked a bunch of second graders that were members of PETA to come up with a plan, they'd be like, oh, why don't we take the, oh, the animal crackers off the box. That's like children activity. Like, are you serious? Adult administrators at a major, major uh, nonprofit came up with that idea. I mean, I just can't believe it. I just can't again and again. I'm sorry, I go on these rants about PETA guys, but please forgive me. <laughs> but Colin, I want to hear from you and, and tell me what you think about this PETA erecting a lobster monument and if you think this is, is effective at all. That's <laughs> so stupid. A Georgia woman faces felony charges for posing as a dentist for years without training. She's like, yeah, I just feel like being a dentist today. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I ordered some some tools, a couple drills off, off of uh, Amazon, and uh, yeah, I'm feeling like a dentist. <laughs> They've charged this Georgia woman uh, who's accused of being a dentist for several years, in fact. Several years. She drilled, pulled teeth, performed surgeries, despite having no training. Her name is Krista Sedgwick. Uh, Genius, by the way. Genius. I don't know how you go from I'm not a dentist to a dentist without any training whatsoever. But this, this girl didn't let... She didn't let the fact that she had no training and a DDS certificate on her wall... Is that what they have? DDS? Um... I think so. Uh, she didn't let that discourage her from taking on clients, making some money. She's like, you know what? I see the, I see the money that the health industry is raking in. <laughs> I want a little piece of that. The problem is I don't have an office, nor am I a dentist or a doctor of any sort. You know what, though? I'm going to get me some of that health care money. You see those insurance companies are cutting big checks these days, and I'm going to get a little bit of that. Despite having no background in medical procedures whatsoever, I'm going to pull some teeth today. <laughs> Here's my sign. Krista Sedgwick, DDS. Come on in, guys. What do you got? <laughs> I wonder if any of the uh, her, her customers were like, <laughs> had like some suspicion, like, wow, she's really acting 
weird is she she's on her laptop now what is she on uh she's on some sort of what's that? that website where you where you uh just type in your your medical <laughs> disability or whatever you, you type in your medical condition and it gives you what do they call that website i'm, I'm blanking out right now webmd yeah i wonder if any of the, her customers are like what is she is she on webmd right now or it's more like because they got they're gonna have their mouth all like filled with cotton and stuff. Like, oh my god, is she on WebMD right now? Is she on WebMD? Oh my god, she's on WebMD. Holy shit, she's on fucking WebMD right now. Oh my god, she's gonna, she's gonna, she's watching a YouTube video on how. Oh my god, she's watching YouTube videos on how to how to pull teeth. Holy shit, I'm dead. I'm I'm fucking dead. Oh my god, I gotta get out of here. This is crazy. This is crazy, but the drugs are so good. <laughs> Did you guys understand what I said there? Just <laughs> I just want to know if any of her customers were like, "Damn it, she's what is she watching a YouTube video on how to how to uh, drill how to drill a molar?" <laughs> uh, now she's facing several felony charges, including practicing without a license. I would imagine, yeah. She refused to answer questions from a reporter. She denies the charges, says she's a victim of a personal vendetta by the district attorney's office. <laughs> that is a personal vendetta. How dare you come at me? Just because I don't have a degree doesn't mean I can't give customers the gas. <laughs> what do you think this is? This is America, after all. I am a, I am a private business owner. How dare you? You see how good I am at drilling. I've only, I've only maimed several people this year. It could have been worse. <laughs> oh God, it's so weird out there. People are so. Bananas. I just can't even. I love it. I love it. I just love it. Oh, people are so bananas. And I'm going to tell you about a a story that happened to me yesterday on how how crazy people are in Los Angeles. So uh, buckle up for this one. (laughs) All right. So I was going to tell you a story. So yesterday uh, here in Los Angeles, I went to record another podcast that I do with some friends of mine um, called Ed's Got My Money. It's a it's a podcast on investing stocks, and we have a friend named Ed who's a investment guru, and so we sit around with him, and he teaches us how to invest because we don't know nothing about investing. Me and my friend David, yeah, I'm an idiot in every way, pretty much. So Ed helps us out anyway. So I went to record that podcast, and we record at an actual studio because one of the guys has um, a production place, and he has money and stuff, and so it makes things easier. Uh, unlike Weird AF News, which uh, I record on the floor of my uh, busted-ass downtown L.A. apartment. <laughs> but thanks to my Patreons, things are going to change. I have 11 of them right now, and we gotta, we're, we're making like 30 bucks a month right now. So thank you, guys. Pretty soon, Jones is going to get a production studio. <laughs> By the way, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews and throw don- Jonesy some ducats, and uh, let's get me out of this place. <laughs> anyway, so I go, to the, I go to the production studio. I'm there a little early. Uh, we park behind the place in the alley, typically, because there's no parking on the street. It's Los Angeles. Anyway, so I'm there, and there's a homeless guy that's kind of living behind there that I see, or he's temporarily living there. He seems he seems like he's got some problems. He's got a couple shopping carts. He's moving the shopping carts from one area, and he's going moving them behind my car and going and bringing them down the alley somewhere. Like he's moving, it's like he's moving his 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 domicile, if you want to call it that. So uh, he moves one shopping cart, he moves another one, he moves the bike. Uh, meanwhile, I'm on my phone, you know, looking at Instagram and my window's down. And all of a sudden, the guy punches me in the head through the window. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. Just a, 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 just a real haymaker, like, boom! He hits, I, get, I feel it punch in the side of my head. 
I turn and it's this homeless guy and he's in my window and he and he growls at me. I told you to stop talking about me. And then he got on his bike and just took off down the alley. And I was so shocked. I I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't even, I didn't know what to do. I got on my phone and I'm like, should I call the police? Uh, then I look I look down the alley and he's gone pretty much. And I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I don't even know. What, and I, and he's got mental. He's mentally disabled. Obviously, he's a crazy person. The way and I know that because. First of all, he didn't try and rob me or anything. He just wanted to tell me to stop talking about him. <laughs> so clearly, clearly mental on a huge level. So like even, does calling the police even work? I mean, people like this need mental, they need a doctor. They don't need the police. They need a doctor. They need pills. They need something. I mean, so I don't even think getting the police involved was, was going to help. So I didn't call the police after all. <laughs> but that was just so weird yesterday. I thought I would share that with you. And that was just, that was just a good a good way to top off the day after being at the beach all day and uh, getting the worst sunburn on my back. I'm, I'm like, I'm in such pain today. So Jonesy had some pain yesterday. Just wanted to share that with you. I hope you enjoyed that little anecdote. It was pretty goddamn weird. And it's uh, the lesson for you is here is that uh, if you come to Los Angeles, uh, don't go to go don't go into alleys, guys. You don't don't do that. You know, if you want to buy your weed, you don't have to go into an alley anymore like it's 1989. You can actually go into a store and buy it like a like an upstanding, responsible citizen. So so avoid alleys if you're coming to Los Angeles. Oh, and also look me up if you're coming to Los Angeles and we'll get some coffee. How does that sound? All right. Uh, by the way, I mentioned the Patreon. Uh, I'm going to give you my phone number and email in case you want to send me some articles or call in. Okay. The email is funnyjones at gmail.com and the phone number is 646-450-2012. Call me anytime. Call me and just rant and rave if you feel like it. Tell me I'm an idiot or tell me you love me and my abs. That would feel really great. Also, you can DM me at Instagram. I'm sorry, not at Instagram. At J- fun- What the fuck? At Funny Jones on Instagram and Twitter. And it's Comedian Jonesy on Facebook. I want to give a shout out to Mixed Media Forest Podcast. Uh, that's Media, For- Media Forest Cast on Twitter. Who uh, they... They do a podcast that's out in, in the world of podcasts, if you want to look them up. Mixed Media Forest Podcast. And they, among other things, they'll do reviews of podcasts. And they just reviewed my podcast, Weird AF News, and it was so lovely. They had such nice things to say about it. And so, uh, yeah, I want to give them a shout-out and a thank you. And so check them out as well. Thanks, guys. The smallest city in North Dakota is going to double in population from two to four. Oh, goody! <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, I guess it means there's twice as many people, you know, in case shit goes down, you got backup. (laughs) Russo, North Dakota, R-U-S-O. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Maybe it's Russo. I think it's Russo, North Dakota. I know some Russos back in Massachusetts and it's spelled R-U-S-S-O. That's an Italian name. Uh, Anyways, I'm going to say Russo, North Dakota. It's North Dakota's smallest incorporated city. It was on the verge of dissolving after the death of its longtime mayor. But now it's rebounding with expectations to double in population from two residents to four. Whoopee! Do they both have a baby on the same day? The McLean County community of Russo was on the verge of disincorporation when its population dropped following the July death of 86-year-old Bruce Lorenz. Now, it takes a minimum of three residents for a community to be incorporated. Uh, according to uh, the North Dakota code. Uh, and so with the death of Bruce, <laughs> they, were in, they were in jeopardy of losing their, their uh, whatchamacallit, their incorporation, whatever that means. I think that means official city title, maybe? 
So they would no longer be called a city anymore? What would they be called? A, a post-apocalyptic neighborhood? <laughs> Anyways, one of the residents, uh, who happens to also be the, the town's auditor, uh, said, we want to keep it going for Bruce's sake, this city. And her husband's there too, the only other Russo resident. His name's Terry. Now, uh, she's the auditor, and they're going to go get a mayor, apparently. Why doesn't this other guy be the mayor, this guy Terry? Why not? <laughs> the city discovered that... Um, this is how they fixed their, their conundrum um, by getting a third person. They discovered that a guy named Greg qualifies as a resident because he, he has a mailbox there and he makes uh, daily checks on his horses and chickens on the land that he owns within the city limits. So uh, on Thursday, he's expected to become the city's next mayor. <laughs> well, this guy's hardly ever there. And they're like, will you be our mayor? He's like, I only pick up my mail there. Why, could, why should I be the mayor? I only check on my chickens on Wednesday. Why should you ask me to be the mayor? That makes no sense. <laughs> Maybe someone like the two, the couple, like the couple that lives there. One of them should be the goddamn mayor. I mean, they're there all the time. They obviously care about the city more than this guy who just gets his mail there. Why would you want this guy to be the mayor? What, what is <laughs> this? The desperation. <laughs> it's like if I happen to stop in their town and take a crap in the outhouse, they're like, "Hey, do you want to be the secretary and the treasurer?" <laughs> like I'm just stopping to take a shit, lady. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, man, this is really, really funny. Now, Russo was first incorporated in 1909. Uh, and it had a population of 141 at that time. And then since then, it's dwindled. Um, the city's population really dwindled when its last remaining business, which was the grain elevator, took its last load in 1956. Well, the family that's there, the husband and wife, they hope that others will follow them to Russo, which is about 40 miles southeast of Minno, M-I-N-O, Minot, near Strawberry Lake. Oh, it sounds like a lovely place. I'll bet you I could get some property there for like five bucks. <laughs> but then they would make me be in charge of something. You're now the sheriff. Oh, damn it. I just want to <laughs> just want to play video games, man. Why are you giving me responsibilities and shit? <laughs> I just, I just want to come here and die alone and quietly in the smallest town ever. I don't want to be the sheriff. <laughs> Wow, I love it. I wanna. I wonder if I can get these people on the phone. I'd love to. You know what? I'd love to go there. I would love to go to this small ass town. I mean, this is just. This would be great. This you could hold some records in that town. It's like if I beat them all in arm wrestling, bam, I'm the arm wrestling champ of Russo or whatever. You know, I don't know. Just trying to figure out a way to feel better about myself. That's all. <laughs>